In today's episode, we're speaking to Dr. Espen. Having worked with over 10,000 patients as a doctor of chiropractitioner, he decided to retire from clinical practice in 2015. From then on, his career has been focused on speaking, researching, teaching the science, art, and philosophy of wellness, longevity, detox, weight loss, muscle and fitness, personal power, personal development, mindset, spirituality, as well as the powerful principles of business and wealth mastery. He is using his personal as well as academic experience to help people to who wish to take their business and finance to a whole new level. Let's speak to Dr. Espen and find out how he changed his life by changing his mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today I'm super, super excited. I'm speaking to someone who's on the other side of the world to me, as I like to say it down under. Um, and I remember the Australia for being famous because I grew up watching Neighbours and and um, Home and Away. So uh, welcome to Dr. Epson from my homeland of Home and Away. Excellent. It's a privilege to be here. Let's uh, explore some awesome stuff and get some results from today's conversation. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here, Dr. Epson. Dr. Epson, um, everyone's heard your intro. They know how fabulous you are, but please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. Certainly. Um, the last 20 years, I've specialized my research in quantum physics and neuroscience and imbued the personal and professional landscape with understanding who and what we really are from an energetic perspective, and then learning to use these tools, including expanding our consciousness to be able to thrive and have fulfillment in what I call the eight areas of life. So it basically looks at consciousness um, with personal and professional development as to how we can remove blocks and interference on the inside to really step into the, the truth and the power and the potential we have, all backed by that scientific research, which is the, I guess you can call it the analytical or the masculine part, and also imbued with the fulfillment and spiritual aspect, which is more of the feminine part, to be able to bring coherence between the two. Beautiful. And it's such a, uh, it's really cutting edge of science at the moment because it used to be, this area used to be viewed as woo and superstitious. Mm -hmm. And we are now realizing that actually, no, it's science-based, not, not, not necessarily woo-woo. So let's, before we explore that, let's talk about you. How did you come into being? I, we, when speaking off camera, you told me that your background was in, in, in wellness and health. How did mm -hmm. you go from there to, you know, getting a doctorate and, and being, um, you know, uh, being uh, a master or, or one of the one of the leading experts in quantum um, physics. Tell us, quantum science. Yes, right? yeah, certainly, certainly. So I guess it starts with you know the same story that many of your listeners and viewers would have had, where you know we're we're born and raised in one part of the world, and we go through this incredible thing we call life and the the, the childlike human experience of learning and growing and evolving and you know experiencing life. And like many, I had. Um, now I can see it as a privilege to go through some pretty major challenges mm. uh, growing up. I remember when I was five, I walked into my brother's bedroom and found him passed away. 
And then two years later, my sister, little sister was born disabled and she's never walked. So as I was growing up, I was haunted or um, obsessed by two primary questions. One, which was, you know, what does it mean to live? Mm. That was a fundamental question. What does it mean to truly live an extraordinary life? And my, my brother never had that chance. Um, hence why I'm so inspired to have that conversation. And, and secondly, in regards to my sister being born disabled, the second question that inspired me and still to this day, some you know, 35 years later is, what is where does sickness and disease, where does suffering come from? Mm. And not just physical ailments or mental and emotional suffering, but suffering in any area of life. It could be financial or relationship, lack of purpose or fulfillment. And so growing up in a, in a, in a family where we went through some major traumas in the beginning, my mom didn't know how to deal with this. So she turned to alcohol as escape. And so it was a very quite, quote, unquote, abusive and, and challenging upbringing. Mm. I got in trouble with the law and, you know, tried to escape and, you know, find myself. And long story short, I, I came to Australia 2005 um, with a tremendous amount of hope in my heart that I could be learned. I had learning difficulties growing up um, that I could, you know, be happy because mm. I had suppressed so many emotions. I know that now. Mm. Growing up, I was so strong mentally and physically, but so very, very weak emotionally and spiritually. Mm. And so, you know, as I say, the void drives the value. What we are uh, perceived as missing is what we seek. And so, you know, after I broke both my legs on a motorcycle accident in 2006 in in Melbourne, Australia, almost died twice um, in hospital with a infection. And yeah, long story short, I managed to heal myself and I've quote unquote owned the right to practice what I preach and traveled around the world now and just teach people the that they truly are the hero that they've been waiting for. If they just turn the intention back within and and understand the power and potential that each and every one of us have, even though you don't believe it, or even though you might have forgotten, this is a scientific fact. And I'm inspired to help every person find those answers. Beautiful. I'm gonna go back and say how did you heal the part and this is a bit personal but I I think it's important for people to understand as a child you don't even know what traumas you experience you know walking in your on your brother being you know not responsive you know understand you don't understand the idea that they're dead at the moment at that time they're just unresponsive and Mm -hmm. then you come to terms that they're never going to respond to you ever again um how did you as a as an adult heal that child version of you who mm. was all of a sudden just struck down with this massive, massive trauma. I mean, sister and mother comes afterwards, but that trauma in itself would have, you know, would be would be very difficult to um, heal. But how did you go about healing that? Well, like any injury or trauma, you know, whatever it might be, particularly the stronger the emotional quotient, yeah. the more of an imprint it has on the nervous system. By that, I mean, the more painful it is, the, you know, the more detrimental it's going to be particularly mm-hmm. for, for, for a young individual. Yes. So, you know, it took until, uh, you know, adulthood to be able to reflect back and go, hang on, I've got all these successes in life. I've got all the businesses and all the money and all that, but why am I still feeling empty on the inside? What's mm. what's actually going on here? And long story short, I, I really just sensed that there was something that was missing and that took me from my intellectual, you know, mind of, you know, studying and studying and researching and learning to you know, sitting in silence with, um, you know, n- no food for 30 days and, and living with the indigenous and, and sitting in on the earth with stillness and peace to be able to actually find out what my quote unquote problem was. Like, why 
can I achieve things on the outside, but I feel so empty on the inside. And then, you know, of course, it takes good mentorship and coaches. And when you understand the principle uh, principle of the imprint period, how the majority of the of the child's program, of all of our programs, yeah. and I say program specifically here, yeah. including the financial, you know, limitations of self-limitations, yeah. right? Come from childhood, primarily ages one to seven. And if you then know this, and if you choose not to go back in time and sit with those uh, traumas and experiences and actually turn that fear to fuel, as I say, the trauma becomes the transformation. We talked about the hero's journey briefly before, how your mess becomes your message, mm. right? In the pits where you find your purpose and so on and so forth. If you don't give yourself that opportunity, then you may, and this is a bit bold of a statement, but firstly, not heal that which your soul has set out to potentially heal grow in the way you need to grow and or even worse potentially pass that pattern onto your children that program onto your children like it was often passed on to you yes. so within our communities we we take that radical self responsibility for the opportunity to do this healing we don't have to we get to and it shows us that once we've you know seen it from an expanded perspective it's no longer going to steal our presence it's no longer going to steal our life force it's not going to distract us from our quest or our families because mm-hmm. we have broader practical here. And so there's a lot of healing principles within it. And like I said, it takes time to work these things out. But if you have a good coach and a good system, mm-hmm. they will be able to guide you there to find those things much faster. I agree. I definitely agree. I think I think we can all learn, and I think we all have learned in different ways. But I think mm-hmm. if you have a coach or a mentor to help you along the way, it the, it, the healing process speeds up a lot more. But that doesn't negate the fact that you do have to go through the pain. You do have to face the pain and you have to sit with it. And I, I loved what you just said. I, I it was intrigued by the fact that you said you, you didn't eat for 30 days. Were you dry fasting or you uh, or you were you on a water fast for 30 days? Yes, I guess it, it, was a, it was a water fast. I started off with juicing and then I had water for a longer period of time. Okay. Uh, the water was about 22 days, I think, seducing for about eight days. And that was just, a, you know, I come from a big health background. And so I knew the power of fasting or intermittent fasting that I was mm. practicing and studying at the time, but I've never done an extended fast like that. But I noticed in me that a lot of my habits, including what I was eating and drinking and how I was behaving, came from that emotional uh, something rather on the inside. Yeah rather than the need for nutrition, for example. Mm. And so I wanted to let go of all these things and actually see what would come up for me um, so that I could, quote, unquote, face my demons. And, uh, yeah, that I did, and thank God I did, because they weren't mine to carry anymore anyway. So here's my thought. When you do come across your demons, and sometimes they're ancestral, so people used to say this is boo-boo, but my understanding is that there isn't a scientific proof behind it but my the way i analyze life and the way i see it how you can be part in you know, how eye color and the hair color can be passed down through your genes why cannot emotional traumas be passed through you know your genes and i think i really do believe that's the case and i think eventually science will prove it and you know the 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 past memories that we have because i don't believe i don't believe in past lives i believe in past life that's the difference so there's a life before this lifetime and there's a lifetime oh, that will come after this lifetime that's my my belief but I do believe that your traumas from your ancestors can be passed on along, and that's part of your programming. It's something that I teach as well, that your the programming that you receive from your parents between zero to seven is what they received from zero to seven from their parents, right? Yes. Um, and, and that's Absolutely. why it's ancestral, the, the past line. But that's 
that's added to the fact that you have these genes, which obviously everyone everyone gets a different set of genes. It's, it's potluck, well, you know what you will. It's not potluck. It's universal design. You have, may have a gene from an ancestor which was dormant, was wasn't passed through until you received it, and they had a particular, um, I, I don't know, uh, uh, a particular uh, talent for painting and you get that no one in, you know, in your family paints but you have the painting but they mm. also have the trauma attached with that with that ancestor they were maybe Absolutely. prone to alcoholism so you have that as along with it as well so you're mm. you're you're predisposed to becoming alcoholic these are the things that we are beginning to open up as you open up a consciousness and the 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 dividing line between science and spirituality is sort of blurring and we're beginning to say that both actually lead to the same path Here's and they're one and the same thing expressed through two different languages. Agreed, hundred percent, hundred percent. The question is, how does one begin to one recognize that most of the things actually? Because if they don't know, they don't, if someone doesn't know, they don't know. If they, if they don't know, they don't know. They just that's how the world works. And that's the whole point. That's yeah. the whole point because we can talk about it all day, but it's not until and you know from the time the trauma takes place until mm. you become conscious of let me say put it this way how it happened for you so the listeners and viewers can just choose right now i'll give you two scenarios scenario number one is that you believe that you're only flesh and bone you're only physical in nature okay Mm. you're only physical that's it scenario number one scenario number two is if you believe that there's a spirit or a soul or something more inside of you and your loved ones than just physical in our events and programs 99 percent of people raise their hand for scenario number two they have a deep sense of knowing within themselves that there is something more to them, perhaps a spirit or a soul. Now, if you come from that perspective, that expanded perspective that you're in the human experience, but not just of the human experience, you can then expand your awareness and see your life as something that is actually happening for you rather than to you. Mm. Now, you may choose to negate this and just go about it in an unconscious way, but then from the time the trauma took place in childhood or now, yesterday, until the time you recognize that it's happening for you and what it's trying to teach you as part of that hero's journey or spiritual evolution, growth and development, the longer that gap from the time of the trauma to you see it happening for you, that's what we call suffering. And so when you can put yourself into a scenario and work with a coach or a program or even do it yourself, if you're able to, to become conscious of how every single thing, and I mean everything, in your entire lifespan, and that might be several lives if, if, if or, or several occasions on the planet, depending on how deep you want to go, then you can go back and collapse all of these um, lower frequency issues in the tissues and and see what really has taken place happening for you, and you will evolve and grow. And since we can't, as I say, girl, we can't go back and change the past, we might as well change the meaning. And this is just as powerful when it comes to the, the abundance mindset or money mindset uh, of things as such. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. I love that. That's 100%. That's, that's, I think that's how we need to view it. We cannot change the past because we don't, I mean, at the moment, we haven't invented a time machine yet. Uh, and there's probably still jury out on that, whether we can or not. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, jokes aside, I think the the one thing that we can do is actually change the meaning. And, and the, when we change the meaning of these incidents, it it changes the emotional charge on these particular um, events. 
And I love how you say emotional charge. That is so accurate. Now, there's in the 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 twelve universal laws. There's a law of duality or gender, and it mm-hmm. speaks to the yin and the yang, and the masculine, feminine, day and mm-hmm. night, dark and yeah. light, you know, electric, magnetic, whatever you want to call it. The simple fact is that you're either pushing money away, yeah, or you're drawing money in. Yeah, you're either pushing the loved ones away or you're drawing them in, mm-hmm. and so a, a magnet will repulse or attract depending on which polarity it's positioned in. Yeah. And this is just the same where electromagnetic beings. So really, you know, and I know you taught this. I've listened to some of your podcasts; brilliant stuff, right? You're actually teaching people what their what frequency, bandwidth, emotion, and expression from your nervous system, from your everyday reality into the quantum field, mm-hmm. into the field of consciousness gives you back what you put out. So if you want to be abundant, you must, you get to heal any feeling, any part, any being, any wound, um, any piece of fragment of you that is not in alignment with that level of vibration that is abundance or gratitude. Exactly, 100%. And this is this is the, the the reason why when I go through, and I, when I was working, when I worked through my mastermind with my clients, we talk about, you know, rewriting your story. And mm-hmm. then the first thing is, well, this never really happened. Well, it doesn't really matter whether it happened or not, but it helps to neutralize the emotional charge on that particular instant. And we, I mean, the idea is to become neutral. And if you can even right. make it funny, it's even better. And I, I and I always use my example because um, mine was really horrible. When I caught my ex, ex cheating on me and literally caught him red-handed, that was probably the worst part of my life ever. And I was in, you know, severe depression for two for two months. I did sleep for two months. I was crying every single night and whatever else. And this whole heap of lies, and you know, because he's a, he's a narcissist, and that opened up to me that he was a narcissist, and I, and I was completely in the trap. So it, you know, when everything opened up, like oh my god, it wasn't my fault. It's him. Everything's him, and whatever. Everything came to surface. Now that particular instant of me walking in him and seeing him and catching everything else in the act, I'm smiling at that even now because I've not only neutralized it, I made it funny. When I think of that, I think of the song from Shaggy because it wasn't me. She caught me on the back. You remember the song from Shaggy? It wasn't me. Yeah, totally. Good good lyrics. Good lyrics for it. Oops, (laughs) should have left her a key. So uh, that's, I mean, he didn't leave me here. I, I was breaking the door down. But anyway, it's, it's very apt for my, for, my, for that particular incident. I laugh at that because I, I remember hearing that song and thinking, how stupid, how silly. And I, it, was, it was supposed to be funny. But that incident isn't funny. But for me now it is. And I've changed the meaning associated with it. And I've exactly. used it to empower myself. I think this is what we need to do. It doesn't matter how negative and how detrimental at the time you feel that particular incident, how, how severe the trauma, you can change it. And you can change it through healing yourself. And when you have healed, you will either be neutral towards the incident, because it's like watching a movie with somebody else in, in the character and you're, you know, you're observing it. Or you'd find it funny, like I do. I just find it, I find the whole thing quite funny. You know, it means walking in, her, you know, half naked running into the bathroom. The whole thing just is just hilarious. Something out of Bollywood. Hey. Um, so I think this is where you need to, one, have the courage to face your demons. Get the support, like, you, you know, like if someone like yourself or, or me, who can support you during uh, your your healing process, but also help you to recognize what demons you need to face. A lot of the times people don't even understand that they have demons. I, I'll give you a simple example for this. When we go into earliest money paradigm, and I do that with, in, in Million Minds and Mastermind, people say, well, actually, I have a very good relationship with my mom and dad. I never had a bad one. I had a good, I had a good childhood. It's when you unpack, you understand, oh, 
oh yes and they have begin to have these aha moments and they have suppressed memories or things come to surface and they realize how much trauma they've been carrying without even recognizing it or you get if certain cultures like my culture doesn't matter what the parents does you cannot hold your parent accountable so you program to think okay nothing my parent can do is wrong so everything that it was right so my parents are right and there's nothing wrong i have no trauma i have nothing they they were very good parents we, when we are dealing with this, we're not accusing anybody of anything. They did the best they could. But if you have suffered trauma, you need to unpack it and heal it and move forward. Otherwise, you will pass the trauma on to your children, not knowingly, unwittingly. Yep. Which is a big why point for a lot of people now. You know, we're, we're rising through, mm. you know, through consciousness and, and yeah. we're coming back home to the heart. We're beginning to remember. And so then, you know, who doesn't? And, and this is this I should rephrase. I was going to say, who doesn't want to? I would say a lot of the people that do this kind of work, they are committed to changing the directory uh, or the direction of their lineage because they know that they have the power to do so. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take, you know, like it doesn't, it's not really seen as sacrifice. It's like physical exercise. Yeah, it's sacrifice when I'm holding that yoga pose, but comparatively to how I evolve physically, emotionally, and spiritually, chemically, if I practice yoga or exercise compared to which I, if I don't, it's actually a really, really simple equation. Mm-hmm. So you either lean in and quote unquote do the exercise and then get fit and then pass on, you know, that to your children, or you'll have to quote unquote pass on the other things as well so it's really quite a simple decision and the good thing now is that people don't have to do it alone you know when my mom was growing up they didn't have this kind of stuff available they didn't have podcasts and you know science like this that's available to people around the world so we have all the tools and resources that we need if we just say yes now and work out how along the way you can't wait for perfectionism you you, if you continue to wait right now the world will go past you and before you know it you're at the end of your life looking back and saying what happened this is your moment this is your day this breath is your breath and if you say yes now, work out how along the way, you will work it out. The only way to work out life is to give it a go. And so sometimes I feel indecision is one of the greatest problems that we have. Mm. People are passive, you know, and we don't take the necessary actions in the right time. Or we may not be following our intuition and making the wrong kind of decisions as well. Because your intuition knows if you just slow down that mind a bit and start to sense, you will sense what's going on and you'll make a decision that your future self will thank you for. Agreed, hundred percent. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap up. What is your parting, passing comment? A parting comment for us, Doctor Evans. What do you think? Somebody who is listening to this podcast thinks, I don't think I have any traumas. I think I had a relatively decent life. I grew up in a in a loving home. You know, what healing could I possibly need to do? It's a great question. The first thing is not everyone's at the same spot. You know, the greater the challenge, the greater the hero. So you may have been blessed with great challenges, which means great power and responsibility. You may also have had very little challenges throughout your life. But I think most people can agree that where you are right now, by the way, if you where you are right now, if you're super happy, stay there. There's nothing wrong with taking the blue pill. No. It's perfect. If you just want to be the best mom, the best dad in the world, keep it super simple and just mm. smell the flowers, you will be so happy, right? However, I think many people, at least the people that come to us say, you mm-hmm. know, they've done a lot of personal development, but they know there is so much more. Mm-hmm. And when they do these the, this kind of work and not just healing from, you know, zero to five, but I want to go from a six to a nine, mm-hmm. you know, out of 10 to take that leap. It comes with literally just clearing the baggage that's dragging you down because 
certain past events, situations, habits, people, patterns, programs will do one of two things. They'll either drag you down and steal your life force or it'll lift you up and give you life force. And with the the discernment of the difference, most people say, I'm willing to do some work because I know if I quote unquote am going to get fit, I need to put in the effort. And then they do. And then the byproduct of those efforts, be it meditation or clean water or, you know, um, some of the amazing work that you do, the the results of that is the, the greatest return on investment anyway. Because, I mean, everything around us, every single area of life from finances to relationships to health and whatever else, it's all an external reflection of what's happening on the inside. So as I say, you know, you don't have to go without when you go within. Turn the experience back within. Explore who you are. Don't forget that you are a unique expression of source. This has been proven for over 100 years since yes. Max Planck won the, 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 the Nobel Prize. There is a field of intelligence within each person. It makes up way more than the physical does. And if you learn to access this space, this the grace in this space, the power and the love in this space, you will recognize that you have always had and will always have everything you need on the inside. And I think that's where people are starting to wake up now as to what if I'm the hero that, what, that I've been waiting for? What if you know the top is just the bottom of my potential? And what if turning the attention back within could be the only path that I ever needed to go on, that one from the head to the heart? These are some things to consider. Wonderful. And on that note, we're going to um, you know, wrap today's up. Dr. Epson, tell them, where can we find you? How can we connect with you? The best thing to do is to go to dresspen.com, which is D-R-E-S-P-E-N.com. Um, and you can check out the Quantum Experience. We have like a one-day event on Zoom. We teach the content. We have some awesome breakthroughs on body, mind, and money. And then we do what's called the Quantum DMT Breathwork. So we actually facilitate a live breathwork experience uh, for our students, you know, all over the world in Zoom. Um, and it's every Thursday night. So it's dresspen.com uh, forward slash QX for the quantum experience. Come check it out and send us a message on Instagram, uh, Dr. Espen, if you have any questions. And yeah, thank you for your time. It's a privilege to be uh, having these kind of conversations. Wonderful. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, the link to Dr. Espen will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have the links to Dr. Epson too. Check him out. He's amazing. And do connect with him and see how he can help you to further your life. Dr. Epson, it's been a fantastic conversation with you today. We have to have you back for Money Talkies. But today, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest. Thank you. Privilege. Thanks, everybody. And thank you for listening to me and Dr. Epson today on Friday Feature. I will be back with another amazing guest, finding out how they change their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time we meet, this is Gore Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.